Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, February 27th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. If you'd like to join in the conversation, please go to facebook.com slash profanearg. You can post your thoughts or a link to an article you'd like for us to discuss, and uh, we will do so. Uh, This week on the show, one thing we're going to be talking about is why do atheists get so annoyed at in God we trust being on the money or under God being in the pledge? I think that's even come up. I think somebody here brought it up that, you know, why, why do atheists spend so much time looking at that sort of stuff? It's, it's simple. Just, you know, just get past it. (laughs) Well, we have a few news stories that'll kind of explain that a little bit. But first, I want to talk about... Jared's experience with the Moonies. My field reporting? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So you were going to uh, go and and hang out at the Best Western Bar? How did that work out? Well, first, let me tell you, I could not find one friend to go with me to this thing. Not (laughs) one. Everyone was like, fuck that shit. These fuck crazy people. I'm I'm like, come on. (laughs) We're just going to be in the bar. It's not even like the bar's connected to where these people were doing things. So I had to go by myself. And I almost didn't go. The only reason I ended up going was because of this damn show. Because <laughs> <laughs> around like seven, it was going on between six and nine. Around seven o'clock, I, it was like raining and miserable out. And I was like, ugh, I don't want to go now. You know, it's just, I'm going to feel weird. I'm walking around by myself. But I sucked it up and I went. And okay. uh, it wasn't terribly exciting. <laughs> so when I pulled up, there was one lowly lone protester out with a candle. Aww. One guy <laughs> in a rain slicker. <laughs> uh, but when I pulled up, he was getting interviewed by uh, the news, by WBRE, mm. okay. which, I, which I think is out of Scranton. I, and I watched that interview. And he was going on and on and on about the guns and the kids and, the you know, and this and that. She was like, well, you're all out here alone and I'm really proud of you. And then I quick piped up and I was like, hey, he's not alone. I'm here. Hoping that I could plug the show, but they didn't interview me. <laughs> so I talked to that guy for about thirty minutes. He's he's his at his uh, angle was the guns. He was very worried about the guns and the blessings. And his neighbors love get guns and the AR fifteen. And you know, I was I was giving him a little bit of knowledge that I knew. And I kept peeking in. We were standing almost right outside the hall that they were having the event. I kept peeking in because the door was open. The NRA had a booth there. Of course, of course, okay. It was called the NRA High Caliber Club. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't know there was tears, but apparently you can work your way up to the High Caliber Club. Wow. And that was up for about an hour, and then they took that banner down. I didn't see that. Or I didn't see him take it down. But I was watching people come in and out of things. It was mainly Korean people coming in and out of the hall. But sure, I had a chance to, to BS with a, a lot of the news people, uh, the guys from WNEP and the people from WBRE. Uh, the guy from WNEP comes out and was bullshitting with me and the guy. And uh, I said, what's the uh, the mood in there? And he looks at me and he goes, it's fucking weird in there. <laughs> and I was like, what? He goes, he goes, I've done a lot of weird stories in my time. He goes, this, this takes the cake, man. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and I was That's like, unsettling. Yeah. I'm like, do you have to stay for the whole thing? He's like, yeah, yeah, I got to stay for the whole thing. He's like, I'm doing a couple interviews and this and that. And um. He told me some interesting little facts. He didn't. He told me that Pike County, the county that I live in, that the the uh, the church is from, and the brothers' gun, gun factory mm-hmm. and store. Pennsylvania has the highest, or not Pennsylvania. Pike County has the highest per capita NRA member rate in the whole country. Oh, okay. And huh. I was like, you know, if you go down, fa- like the the protester guy, who again, I say liberals, you got to get out of your bubble as well. You know, because he was like, oh, my God, that's, that's shocking to me. And, my, you know, nobody I know. And I'm like, man, you should scroll down my Facebook page because it's entirely different. I'm like, I'm like, that doesn't surprise me at all that that's true. <laughs> so get out of your bubble, liberals. <laughs> <laughs> so then I decided to go to the bar and talk to some of the people in there. Most people just didn't really even know what was going on or weren't connected to the church at all. They're like, oh, yeah, there's those weirdos in there with the, the crown of bullets that this guy wore. Did you guys know about that? The crown oh, of bullets? Did we talk no. about that last week? I've seen the guy wearing cra- uh, the crown. I hadn't seen a crown of bullets one. Oh, my God. He wears a crown of golden bullets. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> okay. So 
nobody in there really knew what was going on. You know, I, the one guy I was sitting with, and I could be wrong. He could be right and I could be wrong, but it seemed a little weird to me. He was like, you know, that guy's a direct descendant of Mao Zedong. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, are you sure? I go, I, aren't they Korean? He's like, well, yeah, yeah, th- they are, but they're direct descendants of Mao Zedong. And I'm like, that's like his father. And I'm like, I don't think no, so. No, Mao Zedong yeah. is Chinese. <laughs> yeah. yeah, clearly you're thinking of Reverend Moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell if he was saying that Reverend Moon was a direct descendant, and I didn't want to be like, dude, that doesn't sound right to me, because I was in a, I just was like, wow, yeah, that's crazy. That's that's fine. There are some times when you just don't need to engage. You sure. can just let it go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this isn't the time or place to argue about that. <laughs> so then I went back out to kind of investigate again. There was a, I mean, there was a lot of highfalutin people coming in and out of this thing. Then the Pike County Democratic Society showed up, which was, again, a small amount of people. And let me tell you something else. A lot of these people who were on the liberal side are very suspicious of anybody they don't know. So I started talking to this woman, and um, she's like, blah, 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 blah. They're doing this. They're doing that. You know, all the things we already knew already. And she's like, who's in there? We got to get pictures. And I'm like, who are you with? You know, and she's like, don't you worry about who I'm with. She's like, who are you with? I'm like, I'm with nobody. Right. I'm like, I'm like, what are you? So I think everybody's worried that like there's like secret spies like like granted, I was wearing like a black hoodie and jeans. So maybe they're like, (laughs) you know, like this guy's probably like a, you know, an alt right crazy person. And he's going to, you know, do this. And I was like, guys, I'm like, look, I'm on your side. I'm like, what? Just tell me what's going on. So then. That was pretty much it. And then we found out that there was uh, one of our township representatives was in there mm. and they lost their shit and they went and got pictures of them and stuff like that. And it was they put it up on Facebook and there was uh, in the paper and shit like that. And the great thing about this guy who they found in there, one of our things, this guy, like about a year and a half, two years ago, found that he's, he did a whole stolen valor type thing. Claimed that he was in the Vietnam War, and it turned out that he wasn't. There, someone matched up all the dates, and it was a whole bullshit thing. And he's like a big gun advocate. It's like you know, it's funny. Like all these people who never have seen war mm. are like the biggest war advocates and gun advocates, you know, but they've never actually seen any combat. Well, yeah, because they haven't seen combat, they're they're war advocates. Anybody that's actually been in war knows that it's horrific, and you don't want to ever do it again. Right. So to them, it's just it's you know romantic. So, in the end, it was ultimately pretty boring, and I didn't find out anything new. I just got to meet a couple of people, and, you know, I got to talk to the news people. I got to talk to them about the John Oliver train station thing for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And ultimately, I was like, I'm like, wow, this is kind of a bust. I didn't learn anything new. Or, you know, I got nothing really good to relate to to the show. Till this morning. (laughs) Oh. This morning, I get a phone call from my office saying, got to come in. There's an emergency meeting going on right now. And I was like, an emergency meeting? For what? I'm like, what the hell's going on? They're like, uh, Dave was at that dinner at the Best Western. And I'm like, what? So I got up. I got I get into the office. Now, what I didn't realize was is that my office also sponsored the <gasps> event. <laughs> no way. Yeah, we, we sponsored the event. Oh, my God. And my boss and my other boss both went to the dinner. They were both there. They were both photographed. They were both outed on Facebook and uh, and in the paper. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was a real kind of damage control kind of meeting. I'm not going to say the name of my business anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I ever have, but uh, I'm not going to start now. <laughs> and then when we came in, there was an open letter from Reverend Moon and multiple copies that we have to read, which I forgot. I threw mine away by accident, I, but it was pretty long. But it was uh, essentially his statement about the dinner and about because the blessing thing is tomorrow mm. where they're blessing the ARs and the receipts of the ARs. And it's like a wedding type thing, I believe. Oh, the mass so, ceremony thing. OK. Yeah. But the and the letter was basically like it, the gist of it, because I was trying to read it while everybody was talking. I believe he was like he brings up Parkland in there. And what happened? And he said, like, you know, if they if the if the if they all had their rods of iron, it would have been different and blah, blah, blah. And this and that. So. (laughs) Right. It would have it would have been 50 people instead of 17. Right. Right. You know, so it was like I said, it was a big damage control kind of thing. And my boss insists, both of them insist that they did not 
know anything about the religious part of it or any of that shit about the blessing of the guns. And in essence, I kind of believe them. My boss only sees dollar signs, and that is probably what he saw well, when he is, went in there. Right. It was just related to a big sale that he'd made in the past, so it was right. a He's known made person. millions of dollars off the brother. <laughs> he, as a matter of fact, they were relating a story to us. Like, I just didn't understand how connected into the state my boss is. He's like, yeah, when the guy came up, the brother came up to buy the property, uh, we took him to see Governor Corbett. And I'm like, you wow. took him to see Governor Corbett? <laughs> <laughs> and they related the story of the sit down and what it was going on and what Corbett wanted from him and blah, 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 and all this shit. And I was like, oh, my God. So uh, <laughs> my mother has gotten a lot of phone calls from people who are like, I'm pulling business from you guys. Sure. You know, all mad and shit like that. The woman in my office, the, the my friend, the, the lesbian, was head of what they call the upper upper Delaware LGBTQ community. She used to run that. Hmm. Um, all the people that she's connected with were like losing their shit. You know, like, what are you doing working there? Blah, blah, blah. We do a lot of uh, local artwork in our office. Like, we rotated in and out of local artists. As one woman came in and took all her fucking paintings down. Wow. Yeah. So it, it's, there was a little backlash and they were basically picking our brains to see, you know, who and who and what have they heard. <laughs> and, uh, some of us heard a lot of shit, like my mother, and some of us haven't heard anything, like me. Nobody came to me. I didn't know Dave was. I didn't know he was at the, the dinner till this morning. And I was there. <laughs> but he was it was posted on Facebook. He was outed, so yeah. Yeah, wow. I, but I I didn't see that either wherever that was posted. But so uh hmm. the the whole thing was about should we put a statement out? You know, of course, like the the heavy liberals in the in the room were like, you need to put a statement out right now. I could see on Dave's face that like he didn't want to do that. And I and I kind of took more of the middle ground. I was like, look. I go, obviously, this looks awful, mm -hmm. especially now this looks awful. I said, but I would wait and see. If, if you're noticing that we're losing customers and, and people aren't coming here, then yeah, go ahead and put a statement out. I go, but as of right now, I, I see the business aspect of it. Like, you don't want to throw a client under the bus that you've made tons of money with and future clients who would be like, well, why would I work with that company? They're, they might out me in the paper one day. Well, you know. And if anybody asks me, they're like, you know, how could you work for that guy? He went to that dinner. I'd be like, he didn't know. And the truth is, he didn't. Well, you know? what's his stance moving forward, though? Oh, he would never go again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they, they're like. We didn't know. We would. Now, I think they're lying to me about not knowing about the religion thing. Sure. To some extent. But, you know, they kept going on and on about how the brother is really nice and he does a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. You know, and I kept telling him, I'm like, I'm like, you shouldn't even have gone to a thank you, President Trump dinner. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, that right there is pretty that. divisive. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, we really should be like a blank slate when it comes to politics. I'm like, personally, you can do whatever the hell you want, but don't you know, we sponsor the, the event. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that alone, minus the I hate gay people, I hate Jews, <laughs> and blessing of the guns. You add all that on the top of it. So uh, in the end, the uh, the liberals were not happy <laughs> and grumbling and this and that. And I again, I was trying to, you know, I was kind of like, look. You're, my boss is a hardcore Republican. He was not going to be putting out a statement today. There's just, no, you know, try to find some middle ground with him on that. Sure. I mean, the, the, the only danger, though, is that this, this is a whole bunch of kind of loony people with a whole bunch of AR-15s. This isn't going to end well. I don't know how it's going to end and when it will end, but it won't end well. And if there's an association with, you, with your company, that's not a good place to be. I think the further <laughs> you can walk away from it, probably the better. Well, it's that fine line is, is yeah. as of right now, nothing that crazy has happened. Well, tomorrow is the blessing of the guns, so. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, you put a statement out now, it it's, could hurt his business. Or if he waits and something crazy happens and then he puts a statement out, it, it could hurt his business. It's, it's just, right. there's just a no-win situation. Well, you know, and yeah. I, to I told him, I was like, God, if you had just come to me a week and a half ago, I would have told you, <laughs> just stay save away. the fucking $100 and don't go, you know. Wow. Like they outed every business online that has sponsored the events. It's it's oh, it's just bad optics all around. Yeah. And then we went inside, and all of us liberals, we watched this sermon from Reverend Moon, where he was wearing his golden crown of bullets, and he has an <laughs> AR-15 on the desk in front of him, and he wears a tuxedo that is camo, <laughs> and then like a shirt and tie under that with the crown and the gun, and he yeah. goes on and on about bullet rights and all this shit. Yeah, I see that is not going to end well. That is going to go badly <laughs> at some point in time. It's going to and it's going to go very badly. 
Well, again, I don't know how many followers he has. A lot of the people who went to the they said there was about 250 to 300 people at the dinner, but not all of them were followers. Right. It was so, it was it sounds like it was more of a money-making opportunity. Yeah, it was than, a, it was a it, you know, a lot of rich Republicans commiserating, but then you add that yeah, it's the picture. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And, the, and, you know, and the people who go to the ceremonies wear the crown, too, sometimes. They get their own crowns. They're like Burger King versions <laughs> of the But then they had this guy, Larry Pratt, there. Now, I don't know too much about him. I did a little investigating. He's got some neo-Nazi connections and clan things, and he's real religious. And he said that Donald Trump was sent to us from God. Oh. Uh, he spoke at the event. Hmm. <laughs> Well, if you're thanking Donald Trump, that's the type of guy I would expect to, to right, speak at that to, event. Sent to us from God in the sense <laughs> that he's religious and everybody is born from God? Or God physically manifested Donald Trump in our time of need to come and save us? I don't know. <laughs> I guess God sent him down to and he goes, look, give him a couple mulligans. <laughs> a couple I was a little mulligans. tipsy when I made this one in the soup. <laughs> so he might not be perfect. Well, he's not the only one that said that. Sebastian Gorka speaking to, uh, was it the, I forget where he was speaking, but he said that if it weren't for God sending us Donald Trump, Hillary would be in charge and it would be the end of our republic. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's speaking to the, you know, it's the proverbial speaking to the base. The evangelical Christians suck that stuff up. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking the Moonies do as well. Sure. What I found interesting, though, in the meeting is just how other people look at certain things. You know, we have some hardcore – I mean, there's definitely more liberals in my office now than there was a year and a half ago since we did the big clean sweep. Mm. But, you know, I remember I told you they were dancing around when Comey came out and said that he was reopening the investigation on Hillary. <laughs> they were literally dancing in the kitchen. That bitch is – now it's totally different. Now it's swung the other way. But, uh, you know, I said to Dave, I was like, look, I'm like, the problem that you're having now is like, this has hit the nas national stage. Mm, Newsweek right. did articles on this. The Washington Post has done articles on this, you know, and what someone piped up and said, well, yeah, but there's this, all those those fringe sites, too, like this Southern poverty thing. Like, who are they? And I'm like, oh, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> the Southern Poverty Law Center. <laughs> I'm like, that that ain't nothing to sneeze at if they make it for an article about something. Yeah, they're, they're deadly serious down there. Yeah. I'm like, huh. you know, and then, of course, it, it all, you know, it, it started to spin out of control. I was the one who kept trying to rein it in. You know, we start talking about how who Dave donates to. I'm like, who now? I go, that's not what we're talking about. And he can donate to who he wants to. Sure. Um, And then someone was like, well, I don't know why we have to run from everything. The NRA is the greatest thing in the world and everybody's running away. And I'm like, well, <laughs> NRA, listen, man, that's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, not to get off topic, but did you see all the people who are like, I am boycotting these businesses because they're boycotting the NRA? Yeah. Well, did you forget where it was? Um, somebody, uh, Virginia or something? No, uh, Georgia said that if um, Delta does not re-endorse the NRA, that they will take away Delta's tax cuts in Georgia. It's like, yeah. you can't do that. How the fuck is that legal? I don't think it is. <laughs> and, and the governor, of, you said Virginia, the governor in Virginia said, yeah. hey, you want those tax cuts? We'll give you, t Virginia will be a great Delta hub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little north, it'll be fine. So long, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, in the end, the old border town wrapped up in national <laughs> events again. Yeah. Hopefully tomorrow goes quietly and smoothly. I don't think it's going to be a problem. It's, it, it's all their own worshippers going to be there. I don't think anybody's going to protest, though, to my knowledge. It's been getting a little bit more coverage. I mean, Penn Live covered it. Um, like you said, Newsweek covered it. There's been a few more stories trickling out, but... Well, here's the thing. The the news guys were telling me that on the inside, they were very curious about where the protesters were, and they wanted to see the protesters. They wanted to be protested. Mm. And no protesters really showed up. I think, like, prior to me showing up, they said there was, like, three or four people came. Hmm. But I was told that a lot of people were worried that they were going to get shot, so mm. they didn't go, and, you know, and it was a miserable night and this and that. But they weren't, like, mad about the protesters. They were really interested in where are the protesters. And then... There's a there was a video floating around of the opening ceremony statements, and the first thing out of the guy's mouth was, "Yeah, I heard there's gonna be some protesters. Uh, where'd they go? What's going on? You know, like mm -hmm. very lighthearted. So, but after his little speech, though, this is where it gets into the creepy and scary part. At the end of his speech, he was like, "And in God trust this, and God the blood, the gun, and this and that." Everyone starts clapping. Hey, that's great. And then there was one guy like, "Yeah, motherfucker, yeah." 
Roger, take him down. And I was like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> That's the shit I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, Cletus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out crazy talk, you know, that, that attracts crazy people. So. <laughs> uh, so, Karen, you had an article. Actually, I think this was originally from the Associated Press, but it's it's posted on Penn Live. Yeah. About, I- uh, for tomorrow in Newfoundland, the, the this event with the guns is happening very close to an elementary school. So the elementary school went, yeah, we're just not going to have classes tomorrow. So they're actually closing an elementary school nearby because this event is occurring. Eh, it's probably- I, I mean, I don't blame them. No, I don't blame them. It's probably for the best. Well, I would imagine if they didn't do that, they would have a whole bunch of uh, missing kids anyway because the, the parents aren't going to let their kids go to- school that day. That's probably why they, they are doing this. Yeah, just do it in service day. We'll just move that from Friday to Wednesday and just <laughs> pretend like this isn't happening, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if the Parkland thing hadn't happened, you know, you still might. But now it's so fresh in people's minds. You'd be like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Ian, you're the only one with kid. well, currently, kids living in your house. Would you send your son to school that day or would you be like, ah, I'm going to have a What's old- going on in, in the Newfoundland That's that what- they're this, is- this same guy? It's the, it's the gun blessing tomorrow. Ugh. Wait, is, I thought that was in Jared's. No, that was just, that was the, the dinner. That was the thank you Donald Trump dinner. They're all going all the way to Newfoundland for <laughs> No, Newfoundland, it's, it's, not, it's like 20 miles away. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was not putting that together. I was like, this is a real big jump. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to Newfoundland. <laughs> Newfoundland, Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, Okay, so they're having a gun blessing. Yes. And it's How like near- a mile a mile away from the school, I think. Yeah, it's real close, it's- yeah. Does the blessing involve the firing of the firearms in any way? No. I would probably need more information Moody's on, suppo- you know, the ceremony. Um, I, don't, I don't see any increased danger level in that. So supposedly, according to one article that I read, the local police have contacted them and said that they are going to have a presence there. And the response was, no, that's perfectly all right. We're not allowing any ammunition at the at the celebration, at the blessing. And everybody has to get their guns zip tied so that they can't fire as they come in the door. And the police. So the article was kind of written that. They decided that they were doing this, and then the police were like, well, we're going to show up, and they were like, oh, that's fine. Or maybe the police show- were going said, we're going to show up, make sure you don't bring any ammo, and we're going to zip tie your guns as you take them in. Mm. <laughs> so I'm not really sure which is the, the truth right. there. Listen, right. Wait, who's being responsible in this? Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm all about precautions, but I don't know enough about the ceremony. I don't think that there's going to be... Moonies getting wasted, people firing celebratory shots. You know, the police seem to have it well in hand. I, you know, am fortunate enough that, uh, you know, I am both, you know, male and white. So I don't fear the police in any way. Mm-hmm. So I can trust them. Uh, but yeah, you know, if the, if the school called me and said, hey, you know, I, I think there's a state, there's a, there's a chance for danger. We, we recommend not sending your kids in that day, I'll be like, heck yes, we'll stay home. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much what the, the school is saying at this point, because they're not open. Actually, they're not closing, though. They're sending the students, they're busing them to another school around 15 miles away. Oh, those poor kids, they couldn't give them a day off? Yeah. yeah. yeah really. <laughs> you know, the more I Listen. think about this, and the more I hear about this story, though, the more I think that it's just, the, the fact that they were looking for the protesters, I think this is more about getting in the news. Mm-hmm. Than anything else. Bottom line is, this is my take on this. Look, they don't want anybody to get shot at this event either, as much as anybody else do, because they want to sell guns at this stupid fucking gun store and factory. And now they're saying that the brother, two brothers, are not connected at all, but mm. that's horseshit. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not coincidence that one owns a fucking gun factory and one started a religion around guns. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't believe one fucking word that comes out of this Reverend Moon's fucking mouth. He found a niche. And he was like, oh, yeah, let me see what I can do here, right? And the other brother's like, hey, shit, anything to get more fucking guns sold, he tied into religion. That's a fucking great idea. I mean, the fact that he wears the camo, mm. it's, it's so ridiculous. And it's one of those, it's the same thing I believe with, like, with Mike Pence. No way does he honestly believe this shit. <laughs> no fucking way. It is a goddamn money-making scheme. Sure. And morons buy into it. And the NRA. 
Well, the NRA, what are they only interested in? Selling more guns. Selling guns. Yeah. They're not interested in protecting gun owners. No. No. Wow. Sorry, Ray, if you're are you a member of the NRA? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. In no way. When you buy <laughs> when you buy a gun, do they send you shit in the mail? No. Really? I heard stories of like uh, people who bought guns and then all of a sudden the NRA started sending them shit in the mail. Now there are at the local gun stores, there are flyers and places where you can sign up to become a member of the NRA, but I have absolutely no interest in supporting or any in any being associated with the NRA in any fashion. So you can somehow manage to be a responsible gun owner without the intervention of the NRA, without exactly. strangers <laughs> sending you stickers in exchange for money? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it turns out the NRA is not, like you said, it's not for the gun owners. It's not for the benefit of the gun owners. It is just to maximize the number of weapons sold in this country. That's it. That is their how sole much purpose. Does it, how much does it cost to be a member of the NRA? You pay them monthly? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, we found out Wayne LaPierre, a non-elite, as he calls himself, <laughs> makes $5 million a year. Wow. it's a lot of money for non-elite. Yeah. And then he blames the gun debate on the elites. The elites want to take your guns. <laughs> <laughs> the elites are the problem. Not me. So I don't know how they make I mean all the all the NRA money I think comes from the manufacturers because uh, just on their website a membership is $40 a year. Mm. You can do wow. a 3-year membership for $100, a 5-year membership for $140. So the- and what do you get for that? I don't know. Sticker? I know you get a magazine mm. and stickers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking joiners man mm. god damn these people like they just can't do anything like oh they also have uh, this was the talk about delta and everything they have discounts oh, they right. have discounts on a whole bunch of different things and a lot of the companies are pulling their discounts now yeah it's like a triple a discount except the nra discount yeah i've seen people equate the the businesses pulling out of their nra partnerships to the cake makers who don't want to make cakes for gay people. <laughs> I don't see how that's really. I mean, like, is a business not allowed to associate with whoever the hell they want to? And if they're like, look, man, we don't want to be part of the NRA. And everyone's like, that's horseshit. I have to make a cake for a gay guy. What? You have to join up with the NRA. Well, one is, one is, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I have a, a sneaking suspicion. I have not confirmed this that most dipshit gun owners. And I'm not saying that all gun owners are dipshits. I'm saying there are certain owners of guns who are dipshits who join the NRA. Think it's an actual federal program or something because mm. it says national in it. Hmm. Well, did you hear the story that um, supposedly and theoretically and possibly the Russians were funneling money to the Trump administration via the NRA? They were giving a whole bunch yeah, of I money. Heard that too. Yeah, they're giving money to the NRA, and the NRA was giving money to the Trump organization or Trump candidacy. Like mm, that won't I don't go know. well. <laughs> I would I would need to see some evidence on that. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen because it seems it just seems way too easy. <laughs> well, oh no, I re- I read that story too. Yeah, somewhere. I, the thing is, I mean, you don't. I equate it to the, the the money your grandmother used to send you in your birthday card. Do you keep that specific twenty dollar bill and use it for the the gift from grandma, or do you just put it in your pocket and know you have a twenty dollar credit from grandma to buy yourself a gift? It's the same thing. The, the The Russians gave the NRA a whole bunch of money, which they put in their big pile of money, and some came out the other end and they gave it to Trump. It's not earmarked money for Trump. It's sure. just into the bucket. How are we not at war with Russia right now? <laughs> we kind of are. Did yeah. you? I just, Cyber just war. before I came on the show, <laughs> I heard it was reported that they found out they were screwing around in about seven states' uh, voting rolls and shit like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I didn't get all the details on that. I need to hear a little bit more about it. But hey, we so we were just talking about Pennsylvania, hmm. and <laughs> you just mentioned voting. I'm going to move on. Okay. So there's a new article from the Cook Political Report that came out just today. Thanks to uh, Pittsburgh Atheists for sharing this. That says that the Pennsylvania District 18, the special election next month, mm. they're calling it a, a toss-up, according wow. to uh, recent polls. So this is the, the most recent polls. This is the district that went by 20 points to Trump, something like that? Yes. Wow. Yes. And Lamb, uh, apparently they're not attributing it to Saccone being, uh, you know, or, or they're not attributing it to the fact that they're Republicans or that they voted for Trump. They're really attributing it to Lamb being just that good of an of a uh, of a person to put in office. Mm. Yeah, a candidate. So Saccone is sixty year old. Lamb is thirty three, and they both. 
they're both right leaning. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lamb's running as a Democrat, but he is a pretty centrist <laughs> Democrat. So I think he's winning a lot of people over. Well, so mean, they're still calling it a toss up. I still have hope. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's good. He's a he I mean he's a veteran. He's a Catholic. He's p- protecting Social Security and Medicare from cuts. He's yeah, he's very centrist. He doesn't want a new gun law, but he wants about strengthening background checks. So and he has no voting history, so they have nothing to, you know, catch him on. So it looks awesome. He's thirty three years old. Crazy young to be in politics, but whatever. He's not the Pennsylvania Roy Moore. <laughs> that is correct. Sacone has definitely got that all wrapped up. Yep. Well, listen, I, I hope it happens. And if it happens, I will not be surprised with most elections going on that, that in these, these districts that Trump won that are going Democrat. Yeah. Well, I think this – yeah, I think this redistricting has been one of the most important things to happen to our state politically in a long time. Yeah. And there's been nothing from the Supreme Court. I mean, the Republicans did go to the Supreme Court and say, hey, you want to overturn this? And there's just been nothing. So wait yeah, and see. Still, still waiting for that shoe to drop. I don't know how that's going to land, but. Yeah. Uh, so something else in Pennsylvania. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this, this was kind of backwards. So you always hear about atheists complaining about people trying to teach religion in, in schools and filing lawsuits. There's a guy, Thomas. Harkle Road? There we go. Harkle Road. Road. This guy, he did this 10 years ago. He did it two years ago, and now he's doing it again. He is suing the the local, yeah, his local school district. He's suing them for teaching evolution in classrooms. Hmm? He says that he is extremely distressed that part of his tax money goes to perpetuate the theory of evolution that has been scientifically discredited, which (laughs) it hasn't. What? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> they called up that that uh remember that that archaeologist guy we were gonna talk to on the show? Right. Oh yeah. Oh, way <laughs> on it. We got a scientist saying. So this guy claims that uh Adolf Hitler, Jeffrey Dahmer, and the Columbine shooters all used evolutionary theory as excuses for their crimes. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh teaching people evolution could spawn individuals similar to the above. And uh, commit crimes locally where where he is. He calls it. He says it's playing Russian roulette with our children, teaching them evolution. Wow, this guy is amazing. That's got a point. I've never heard of anybody. <laughs> I've never heard of religion spawning violence before. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no war has been based on religion. <laughs> <laughs> So the judge basically said, uh, your, your distress about how your taxes are being spent doesn't give you legal standing to sue your local school district and dismissed it outright. As he should, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we go back to the part where he's, Timothy McVeigh used evolution as a reason for blowing up? No, Je- Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, the, well, Col- he, and the, the Columbine, Columbine kids, Timothy McVeigh and Dahmer. No, we're it, all listed. Hitler, Dahmer, and oh, Hitler, Colorado. Hitler, Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I grabbed Timothy McVeigh out of, out of thin air. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer, Timothy McVeigh, whatever. They they use the evolutionary theory as an excuse for their crimes, which I don't know. I I, I don't know where he's even getting that from. No. I mean, if if you if you look at the reasoning, by, I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer had nothing to do with that. Was all <laughs> personal gratification. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. And I, I mean, as bad as Hitler was, and I'm sure there was some evolution playing into it, I don't think he ever quoted Darwin as the reason why. No. I mean, he had the no. whole eugenics thing going I on. I was going to say, I think he yeah. has eugenics and evolution severely mixed up. Yes. But- <laughs> well, see, this doesn't surprise me, though, because lately I've been seeing on Facebook people, gun advocates, and I'm not trying to swing it back to this thing again, but <laughs> with a full list of every person who shot something up you know from from the latest one like down to like the 1800s and it's just a something that somebody wrote up and after each one it says timothy mcveigh killed so and so many people democrat <laughs> lee harvey oswald shot and killed two people and democrat you know and the pulse guy democrat the guy in uh las vegas democrat it's just like a lot and i'm like where are you getting this information from? Yeah. It's just, that's a meme somebody just typed up and slapped into Photoshop. I don't think that a lot of that is true. So, all right. Yeah, first of all, <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald was a Marxist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely not true. I mean, it, I, I would have to look up evidence for each one, but, uh, and I'm sure some of them were Democrats, but mm-hmm. they certainly weren't all. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just a, a lot of Fake projection. <laughs> if it, but yeah, but also just like it's, I don't know. To, to, yeah, you're right. It's just straight up lying propaganda. Yeah, be like, hey, did you know that every mass murder ever took place was done by a, a liberal? <laughs> and and some guy goes, oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's true. Look it up in this meme I just created. <laughs> I'll, I'll repeat it on my Facebook, and then it'll be true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll just start spreading the lie that uh, Hitler and Jeffrey Dahmer were way into Darwin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eugenics, not the same thing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. real quick, I just want to mention this. Uh, this is was another thing I wanted to follow up on. Georgia, they, uh, we did talked about a, an adoption bill that was anti-LGBT, allowed adoption, religious adoption agencies to not put adoptive kids with any parents basically it's the whole moral argument my religion gives me moral superiority so that i can say that i don't have to uh put kids with gay parents well it's it's yeah uh, religion based discrimination yeah exactly that passed in georgia well did it pass the senate or did the governor signed it uh the senate passed it i believe the house had passed it previously i don't know that the governor has signed it yet no the bill will next be sent to the house where it faces an uphill battle to become law amid a debate about how legislation seen as discriminatory could impact georgia's business community which it will yeah it definitely will yeah so it had previously passed the house they must have made some sort of change yeah i think so in the senate so that it has to go back so ongoing in any case I didn't really have anything else. I just I just wanted to, as a follow-up, mention that. They haven't dropped it yet as the update, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, But since we were talking about guns a lot, I wanted to, to bring this up. Over in Florida, uh, so we I believe we've probably all heard that they had a <laughs> bill to uh, ban assault rifles in, in the state of Florida, and it was shot down drastically. However... They managed to pass something in Florida. Every school and school administrative building will have to prominently display In God We Trust under a new bill passed by the Florida House. It was Phew. it was passed 97 to 10. Wow. What is going on in that state? And this is the this is the resolution. This is what is going to fix the problem. They say <laughs> that uh, I'm trying to find the uh, the person that sponsored it. I mean, had this been pending for a while and just happened to be coming up on the docket that night, or was this put together in response no. to? No. So, yeah, Representative Kimberly Dan- Daniels, what she cited was that God is the light and our schools need light in them like never before. She added that uh, the gun <sighs> issues, the real thing that needs to be addressed are the issues of the heart. Yeah. So this was being pushed because of the, the shooting in Florida. Wow. And weren't those kids there when they actually shot that down? Some of them were there to watch yes. watch that vote. They were, and yes. they were pissed. <laughs> so I don't understand, though. So, all right, so fine. You're a religious person, and you want to bring religion back into schools, family, whatever, back into the lives of people because you think it'll fix them. Fine. How does hanging a sign prominently do that? It's a sign. I, well, it's, it goes back to the argument that, well, this took place because we kicked God out of school. You're not allowed to pray in schools, which is not true. Individuals can pray whenever they want. Right. But uh, so, you know, you kick God out of schools, so that's why this happens. As though you're omnipotent, as though your omnipotent (laughs) being that you pray to went into a hissy fit because you wouldn't let people pray to him, so he will let people shoot up your kids. Because, I mean, I I don't know. I don't understand the logic in in having a God that just gets pissy and says, all right, I'll let these shooters in. So it's not to convince the people to be closer to God. It's to convince God that they are closer to God when they're not actually. It's just to make God happy. Didn't we just have a church shooting like six months ago? Yeah. Right. Texas, Where was God then? <laughs> I don't know. Why did why did churches put uh, lightning rods on, the, on, their, on their churches? If it's a church, why would God strike it with lightning? <laughs> it's just the same flawed logic. Well, I hope it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed that a lot of these people jumped in their time machines and went back to 1995 and asked people what causes violence. And Mm -hmm. they said, oh, it's video games and movies. They're like, all right, we're taking that back to 2018. (laughs) Yeah. So it's no God and violent video games. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, as opposed to, you know, countries like Netherlands and Norway and Sweden, where <laughs> these video games also exist, there's a high amount of atheists in those countries. And strangely enough, they don't have shootings. I can't put my finger on why. And Norwe <laughs> well, Norwegian it, death funny. metal what? is disturbing. <laughs> yeah, Who do you think <laughs> plays more video games, Americans or Japanese? Oh, Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know how many guns uh, deaths they had in 2013 or 2015? 13. Wow. It's higher than I thought. I was going to guess six, but... Mm. We, well, that year we had 31,000, oh and they had 13, but we're three times bigger than them, so what is that? 36 <laughs> so they had you, compared to our 31,000. <laughs> right. Wait, we're only three times bigger than Japan, population-wise? maybe population, yeah. Wow, that's a compact little country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a true story. <laughs> so you mentioned before that... I'm a gun owner, and yet I'm going right along with the comments about the whole gun control issues. Mm. And I never want to be a member of the NRA. I, I, the, the idea is it's just what the NRA does is it is disgusting. The way they impact politics, the way they influence people, it's and it's all just a big money-making scam. Mm. I'm also I, – I want to say this. I am against banning assault rifles, So, and here, here's the reason why. There is currently Title II of the, the National Firearm Act of, of 1968. They put in place licensing. You get licensed to buy certain types of firearms. Is that the machine gun types? Right. Okay. So, a, so in order to own a fully automatic firearm, like an M60 or an M16 or an M4, you these are military, actual military weapons. In order to own those, you have to have a Class Three license. In order to get the Class Three license, you have to file paperwork. Part of that paperwork includes you paying for a background check. You have a background check, you get fingerprinted by the FBI, they know who you are, you're on file, and they keep track of how many of these weapons you have. By serial number, they track who you are and what you own in regards to those classified weapons. Why can't we do this with assault weapons? Why can't we do this with an AR-15? It's already being done, and for the most part it works. Very few mass shootings are with fully automatic weapons. Mm. So why can't we? So you have a class one is someone who can import weapons into the country. Class two is someone who uh, uh, is a manufacturer. A class three license is a dealer. So you're qualified as a dealer. You can buy and sell, but you can only sell fully automatic weapons to another class three licensee. I think if we if we want to do a debate about gun control, we can do that. I think, but we're going to have to dedicate a show to it because there's a whole bunch of other arguments that go along with it. Primarily, the primary argument that I have is that nobody needs a goddamn assault rifle. It's a weapon of war. Nobody needs one. You don't need one. I don't. I just don't think that argument is ever going to win. You have the NRA going on. You have you have a lot of people who are totally against it. I don't think that argument is going to win. I think that, don't care. It's but still we, true. <laughs> but we already have the ability to license and regulate firearms, and for the most part, it works. Yeah, but we can it, just what, would that have prevented the Las Vegas shooter? And again, we're starting to argue about this, and I don't want to talk about it because it'll take another hour. Well, okay, I think I think you're you're going off on a on a what if on a uh, that's a that's a different topic. The the Las Vegas shooter that's a completely different topic. No, but no, it, it's not. It's the Las Vegas shooter would have been able to pass any of those background checks and get any of those weapons. He had no he criminal have. background. He had uh, he was he was he was rich so he could pass, he could, you know, pay for the tests. There would have been nothing that would would have prevented him from getting I I I I think you're you're taking it a, a little out of of place because he would have been on file. He would have had to have background so? check. He would have had so they could have tracked how many weapons he had, what kind of weapons he had, the fact that he was buying bump stocks uh, and bump stocks should be just made yeah. illegal. Anything that makes an assault rifle into a fully automatic should be illegal because why that doesn't fall under the class three is beyond me. In any case, my point is we can, that is, I think this would be a tremendous step forward. And right now we're not making any steps forward. Can you explain? Cause I haven't, I don't really know a lot about the sale and stuff about the guns, but I keep hearing about the gun show loophole. Mm hmm. What is that? Can So you're saying all these checks and stuff like that, but can I go to a gun show and buy a gun with no background check? Yep. Correct. Oh, that's the loophole. Yeah, that's the loophole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, the quote-unquote yeah. loophole is, yeah, you can just show up and buy 
by a way. If it's not a class three firearm, yeah. you can go to a gun a, a gun show and buy whatever you want. Because, oh, so I couldn't I couldn't buy a full automatic. No, no correct. Okay. But it, because what is it? because it's considered a pri- it's a private sale, not a licensed firearm dealer. Right. Making the sale. Because if you're licensed and you have a gun store, you can't sell at at a gun show without doing. You have to do a background check if you're a licensed dealer. The only difference is in the volume that they sell. I mean, somebody right. you know can can be a gun trader at, at these gun shows and do a decent volume, but once you hit a certain threshold, then you have to get a dealer's license. But if you don't put all the sales you make on the books and you deal in cash, meh. <laughs> and again, I think this is uh, my last. Last thing, this is just a flaw in in the laws that we have. We need to enforce the laws we have. We need to expand the already laws that we have that are working for the most part. We have precedents. Class 3 license is there. Yeah, but the the laws that we do have aren't being enforced. And I'm not talking about Class 3. I'm talking about this kid in in Florida. There were a thousand triggers for him not being able to buy a weapon, and none of them worked. Yeah, and it's partly because the NRA pushes that they don't want a national database. They don't yep. want it, the, any of those red flags. If you had like a database, if you had a local uh, police that could look and see that the, all these things have, have been piling up, they don't want that. They don't want anything to be tracked because they feel that it, you know, slippery slope and, and it, it leads well, to the government coming and taking your guns away. And it's, right. it's a stupid be- argument. Because he, he was... I don't know that he had done anything illegal. He had done things highly inappropriate, and he had done things that sounded dangerous, but he hadn't done anything dangerous. But isn't there a database for my car? Yeah. Like, they right. could go up and see that my car's registered and where my address is and yep. that I'm actually licensed to drive it? Yep. Exactly. That's fucking moronic. <laughs> yes. And the, I mean... <laughs> the, the only argument that I hear against that is driving a car is a privilege, not a right. And that the Second Amendment is a right, therefore it cannot be impinged, which is just a completely hyperbole argument. It's 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 a right because some guy wrote it down 200 years ago. And that's not what he wrote either. What he wrote right. was about militias. We're not talking about militias. Militias, were they were because the United States was not going to have a standing army. There wasn't going to be a federal army. The militias were the state organizations that would be called up by the, the federal government in times of war. We were going to have a standing navy but not a standing army. The militia was, that's what they're talking about, a well-formed militia to protect the, you know, the, the federal government in times of necessity. But we don't need that anymore because we have a federal army. Well, also, we had just broken away from a giant empire who could theoretically come back. Right. We needed you to know? protect ourselves, right. They didn't write it because they were like, yeah, people should just own fucking guns for the fuck of it. Yeah. <laughs> this was not designed to protect people from the tyranny of our government. It was to protect us from the tyranny of other governments. But we have a standing army now. That's their job. And it's a big one. And it's a really, really big one. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on on to a couple other things. Uh, We mentioned the fact that in Florida, one representative's answer is putting in God we trust in the the schools. They're not alone. Oklahoma uh, has a Senate committee to do exactly that. So just another state where they would be requiring – and this the, the article on the Oklahoma News has all the, the monetary, how much it would cost, and then the fact that they can't agree on a budget and that the, the their bill to put in God we trust in the schools completely relies on them passing a budget or having people volunteer to put money in so that schools can uh, put the phrase in every building that they own. That's a level of insanity that I just don't understand. <laughs> well, Isn't there more important shit to worry about? Exactly. When it comes to schools? Yeah. Well, look at what Trump's trying to do. He's trying to arm 20% of the teachers, for Christ's sake. How much would that cost? Good Lord. Well, it won't cost a thing. We're just going to make the teachers buy it, right? <laughs> they buy school supplies, so why not guns? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very similar over in Arizona. Theirs is a little different because they already have the national motto, the Pledge of Allegiance, the Constitution Preamble, the Declaration of Independence, the Mayflower Compact. All of those can be posted in public schools right now. So they want to add to it. They want to add the phrase Detat Deus, which is the state motto, which translates to God enriches. Mm. And the way that it's phrased, uh, it is specifically the Latin, but the way that it's phrased, one of the concerns is that 
they wouldn't have to put it up in Latin. They could put it up as just God enriches mm. in the school, in the classrooms as well. Uh, again, wh wh why are we spending money on this? Why are we? <laughs> yeah. What is, the, what is the line? You cannot petition the Lord with prayer? <laughs> <laughs> so when, when you ask, well, why do atheists get so upset that in God we trust is on the money? Mm. It's because it's influencing everything and it's costing us money. I don't know. Are, are we are we done with the the Florida stuff? Did anybody else? We didn't talk about it last time. That is, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, yeah. there is. With that, I, I I am afraid to tell you that I will be leaving the show soon though because I'm uh, taking a job as a crisis actor. I got headshots <laughs> and everything, and I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm going to travel the country and show up at every crisis. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, the Republicans were not prepared for those kids. I don't think. I don't think the NRA was prepared prepared for those kids. Oh, those kids won't have any impact. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about the NRA and the Republicans, Karen. Hmm. You can sleep soundly knowing that things will be business as usual. Well, that's the thing. Does this feel any different to anybody? Yes, it does. I think it actually is a little different. I don't know. I'm not writing them off yet. I think they, they still have a chance to make an impact. Well, I think the fact that a whole bunch of um, sponsors are dumping the NRA, that's progress. I think we're chipping away a little bit. There's a rift now between Trump and the gun owners of America <laughs> over his 21-year-old uh, yep. assault rifle thing and everything like that. I don't I, – I listen, my, my head is with Ian that, nope, just nothing's going to change. But my heart feels a little bit differently on this one. This might have been just one school shooting too many. And uh, these kids seem to be burning yeah. people left and right online. Like, unfortunately, these old Republicans, they don't know how to Twitter and Facebook, <laughs> but these kids do. Yep. And they're like, did you hear the we should change the name from the AR-15 to the Marco Rubio? Because <laughs> they're both so easily bought. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was like a 16-year-old girl did that. <laughs> well, the 16-year-old girl, the one with the shaved head, she has more followers on Twitter now than the NRA does. That's saying something. Well, that's also – I don't think the NRA has that many followers. Like, right. like yeah. I said, well, I think most <laughs> most of their support is from the gun manufacturers. I don't think it's – I don't think it's – I mean, there's a lot of gun owners, gun owners who, who are members. Mm. But again, that's not where they're getting their money. So – I don't know. I don't know how many how many uh, you know actual members they have. Well, I think the NRA. We the way that we talk about them needs to change. It's not the an association of gun owners. It is a lobbying group for gun manufacturers. That's right. what they really are. The NRA has five hundred and ninety eight thousand followers on Twitter. That's not really a lot for no. For, for, no. for such a you know household name. No, it's not. Huh. They also just posted something that said that this Kentucky school district just voted to let teachers carry concealed weapons. Oh, God. That won't end well. No. It never does. No. You know, if this ki if these kids can keep up the steam to November, we might see some changes. Yeah. I, and that's the I think that's the key. They're not going to change the hearts and minds of um, the, the rabid gun owners. That's not going to happen. They're not going to change the minds of the NRA. They're not going to change their stance. But they can vote, help vote in other people that can change the laws. They they have that platform now, and I, I don't think they're planning on slowing down. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I hate to be <laughs> the, the broken record of negativity on this show, but do you guys know what month this is? It's a long time from now, I know. I will, I will give Jared an opportunity to, again, say what he just said, but, but give him a chance to think about it. Maintain what? the interest... <laughs> Maintain national attention till November. <laughs> I know. Well, I said I hope they can, or if they can, I think I said I didn't say they are. <laughs> I'm with you, Ian. My head's with you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, and to say it the other way around, I, I'm with you. That would be such a refreshing change. It would be such a lift. I would just just feel so reinvigorated with life. But uh, I don't know. I just just I think. I think the core problem is nobody votes in this country. Mm. It's such a small percentage of voters and everybody takes their democracy or their staged democracy for granted. Mm. And uh, they don't vote because the politicians make no effort to represent the majority. None. Everything in politics seems to just be a wild cash grab at this point. Yeah, uh, I would agree I with that. I can't argue with that. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see. Yeah. 
You know what's interesting? <laughs> Dana Loesch, you know the woman yeah. who the NRA keeps putting out, yeah. Yeah. has more has almost three hundred thousand more followers than the actual NRA Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and how many of them are fourteen year old boys? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, good point. Uh, a couple international things I wanted to mention real quick. We talked about this once before. Ireland, uh, they're telling their state-run schools that they – so they're changing their state-run run schools. They are no longer – forcing kids into the religious classes so the way it was uh if you went to a school you were automatically enrolled into a religious class unless your parents opted you out now uh they've are making a change so that you have to opt into the religious class hmm. uh which is a significant change considering that this is ireland yeah yeah it's yeah. a great change yeah so I just wanted to mention that real quick. I, I think that that is a, a fantastic move in a, a in a very big way in a very religious country. So mm. it's going to be a, a slow, long road for Ireland to get to be more secular, but then they're headed in the right direction. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're headed back <laughs> <Yeah>. toward them. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we're headed to crowns of bullets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, another international thing, the Bangladeshi activist who was killed, going to ruin his name, but Dr. Avid, Avidjit Roy, he is now going to have uh, a an award named after him. The Freedom From Religion Foundation has announced a new award for activism in his honor. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool. This guy was, was killed by some uh, Muslim extremists because of... They were insulted about some of his postings, and they so the Freedom from Religion Foundation is naming an award after him to show uh, to give to people who express their ideas and 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 their atheism in and basically in personal danger, putting their uh, possibly even even their lives in danger by expressing their views. Hmm. Well, that's good. Good way to and wow, that is a disturbing. I didn't know about that. Is a disturbing story what happened to him? Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I'll have it on the website if you want to take a take a look at it. But I thought it was worth mentioning. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back in Washington D.C., Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan have uh, announced that they want to take Reverend Billy Graham, they so who died this last week. They want to take his remains and honor him by putting him. Uh, what? Where is it? What's it called? In the rotunda. Uh, the yeah, the United States Capitol Rotunda. They want to uh, have his remains displayed on the rotunda for three day or for two days, uh, February twenty eighth and March first. Hmm. He would be the fourth American honored in that fashion. The first was Rosa Parks, and the other two were officers, police capital officers who were killed in the line of duty. Hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> not the same. No, not the same. What? the hell did billy graham do for this country set it backwards right. five you know 50 years <laughs> uh he preached anti-lgbtq he preached discriminatory language uh he yeah i i have no idea why you would want well i have absolutely an idea of yeah. why they want to do this wow but yeah so the uh uh, American Humanist Association mm. and uh, the Center for Inquiry, as as well as the National LGBTQ Task Force Action Fund and Pride at Work, uh, they sent a letter saying, yeah, no, don't do that. Why are you trying to put someone who's divided. nothing but mm. religious and, yeah, a dividing figure into uh, into this place of honor? Oh, it says in here that, that they don't want to do it, that they are doing it. Right. Oh. <sighs> The mainstream media is really sucking this Billy Graham's dick and not talking about any of the bad stuff at all. Just every little bit I see on it is just what a great guy he was. Ugh. Just the just the best. He's a peach. Just the best. <laughs> now, granted, I don't really know too much. As far as I knew, Billy Graham was dead ten years ago. <laughs> so I was, I was like, oh, he died. He lived very long. I didn't know that. Right. And as everybody was talking about him, I was like, there's got to be more to this. Than what they're saying, like, like I just didn't bother investigating it, but now I know. Shitbag. <laughs> sure. Well, and and specifically because of his religious views, especially if, around LGBT and people of color and equality and everything that is not a white Christian. Yes. Wow. And in those later years, he started to look like Dan Aykroyd from that movie Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that movie, The Judge? He, I was like, that ooh. 
<laughs> is objectively one of the worst movies that has ever been made, I think, in the history of cinema. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. Randy <laughs> did. You're not wrong. So a couple other things about Graham. Uh, at one point while talking with Richard Nixon, while Nixon was president, he said that Jews had a stranglehold on American media oh. and that the country was going down the drain uh, and that he thought AIDS was a judgment of God. He stated that real womanhood was fulfilling the role of wife, mother, and homemaker. Mm. And he <laughs> was the originator of the Graham rule, which Mike Pence follows, of not being alone with any other woman than his wife. That is the Graham rule. So yeah, another, point for, another point for, uh, oh, what's her name? The woman that was just outing Mike Pence on the Big Brother reality. Omarosa? Omarosa that's it. Omarosa. Another point for her. If he's, he's following the Graham rule. Omarosa just got kicked off Big Brother. She did. Oh, my God. It's book writing time. Unanimously, according to Colbert. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, really? Yeah, she's going to be on Colbert tomorrow, I think. Wednesday. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, we're going a little long, so I'm going to skip a couple things. I didn't know if we wanted to really talk about what's going on in the, and we haven't really talked about Trump too much. Mm. But uh, the big news today was that Kushner lost his security clearance. He no longer has the top secret security. He has secret security clearance, which is like the bare minimum of security clearance so how my question is would be how can he even function in the white house at that point i don't know what his job well he's what supposed to be brokering peace in the middle east yeah he obviously can't do that job what other his Wait. other eight hats <laughs> are we under the impression that he's been doing anything up to this point other than just <laughs> milling around and looking at papers well he definitely has been He's been compiling information. He has requested more top mm. secret documents than anyone else in the White House. And now the answer Maybe will be just look no. <laughs> he apparently he reads the presidential daily briefing every day. Well, he probably has to, you know, um, regurgitate it for Trump in in a, in, a, in words that he understands. Because <laughs> yeah, be like at least someone's reading it. Yeah. Well, right. But now okay. he's not going to be allowed to until Trump says he can again. Right. Which is within until his right. Until Trump goes back on his own word, where he said that he would leave it up to Kelly. Right. So, yeah. I, I am curious how many other people, Kushner, they're really focusing on because of his the, the fact that he's at Trump's side all the time. Mm. But I'm curious how many other people lost their security clearance as well. Because there was one article said there were nearly 100 people working in the White House who hadn't received their clearance from the FBI. Right. That's the number I heard somewhere. Somebody reported it. And this all came about because of the Rob Porter thing, or yes. I think I think it's fallout from that. Yeah. Well, all right. I, yeah, I, I think Kelly was embarrassed by that, and so this is how he's cleaning house. Because well, Kushner shouldn't have had clearance anyway, with all his ties to Russia. <laughs> right. That's the reason why the FBI is going. No, 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 no. Well, there were four countries that actually talked about being able to compromise him because of his financial obligations and his financial entanglements. So people, I mean, there are four countries that we know about that have talked about this. So you know there's way more. I find the, the countries that it was was, was very yeah, interesting. It, it was, was Israel, Mexico, the UAE. I forget what the fourth one was. But they're all, oh, China. China. So mm -hmm. the first three were pretty pretty much allies with the U.S. And they were talking about how, yeah, how they could use his his business dealings against him. I'm well, Israel was the most fascinating one because he's Jewish. So it's his people, well, however, whatever, <laughs> that are <laughs> trying to coerce him, control him. I don't know. I think if you're uh, Netanyahu, Jared mm. is Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Our Jared know. or their, that Jared? Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I thought he was talking about me too for a second. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> the fuck do I have to do with that? No. <laughs> Sorry, he probably doesn't know who you are. <laughs> Until I run over there and become a citizen. There you go. You got the DNA. Show my 23 and me. Be like, hey. Let me in. <laughs> so anything else going on you want to talk about on Trump? Oh. Uh, oh. So much. Jeez. The right? Did you did you hear about him saying he would have read into the school today? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even if I didn't have a gun, I would have run in. Yeah. Uh huh. 
I loved the, the I think that it was the Huffington Post, maybe or the Washington Post. I don't remember which one had that article with the picture in the background was him going up the steps to um, Air Force One, holding a giant umbrella with his kid walking behind him, not under the umbrella. <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> I saw that same picture, too. But I was like, for all we know, the kid was like, I don't want to be under the, you know, we don't know the steer that. I more enjoyed the video of him saying that and the immediate smash cut to all the times he's ran away like a scared little bitch the eagle yeah from certain yeah the eagle <laughs> and there was the one where there was like the cracking noise somewhere and one of his things that he was like holding onto the podium for dear life and then he was holding onto the secret service guy like a little little kid yep he's he's not a courageous man no no i mean listen other than just being moronic to say that there's not really any problem with it he's a small child <laughs> who, who would say dumb shit like that? It, it is really it's really a childish thing to say. I mean, that's something that, you know, a, a 12-year-old would say. I remember when – there are just certain people like this. I remember when, when my friend Adam, who you guys know, but not everybody who listens to the show knows, got robbed at the store that I got him at the job at <laughs> in Milford. Yes, the border town, we had a string of convenience store robberies and – Adam got robbed on his first night. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. First overnight. And other people who worked in the store who, you know, maybe not at the time wouldn't have known about, but probably would have been Trump voters uh, in the future, were like, you know what I would have done if that happened to me? I would have just grabbed the gun out of the guy's hand and fucking hit him with it. And I'm like, really? You would have just grabbed the gun out of the guy's hand. And I'm like, why would you even – like, why say that? Like – the the one thing that they bring up on the Young Turks a lot that I love is that whenever Trump says something, they go – would you tolerate the the way he speaks by a friend of yours in life? Like, would you or would you just dismiss him? <laughs> you know, oh, just and be like, oh yeah. yeah, that's that asshole. Whatever he, yeah, he would take the gun out of the guy's hand. He's like, but unfortunately, because it's the president of the United States, when he says this dumb shit that you would dismiss from anybody else, we have to talk about it for a week. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like well, I have to ask the panel. <laughs> it's like the ten-year-old boy who says, "Mommy, I'll protect you from the snake because I'll just step on its head." It's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Clearly, you don't understand how this works. And that is true about Donald Trump on almost every situation. He clearly yep. <laughs> just doesn't understand how things work. <laughs> yep. All right, that's all I got. Anybody have anything else? Not a yet. Satisfied. Okay. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast. There are several ways you can support it. Share the podcast on social media or leave reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, if you want to contact us, again, go to Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet at profanearg, or send an email to godless at profaneargument.com. Also, uh, please check out other shows on the Soon To Be Named Network. You can do so at soontobenamednetwork.com. Uh, podcasts for comic books, movies, TV, video games, whatever you're looking for. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. <laughs> <laughs>